have you ever felt so low that you've literally realized that you've got to the point where you even think euthanasia is like an understandable thing to do? I got to that point this week and I've never been there before. I'm 49 years old and I never thought for a minute that anybody should ever even consider something like that when we have this wonderful life here. And at 12.15, one lunchtime this week, I felt like that. And I said it to my carer. And I want to talk about this week on this podcast. It's an unscheduled podcast. I'm going to do a podcast next week that is really important about becoming completely whole especially when you're not in a relationship. And I think the best thing we can do as humans is become as whole as possible, to integrate as much of us, our being as possible, and the universe and everything. And not in a magical way, but more in a, in a practical, wise, wisdom way. But that's on next week's podcast. But this week, I just want to... I, I want to be a bit raw and just share this week with you and there's a reason for me sharing it and I'll tell you the reason more later in the podcast because I've got to give some context to it but bear with me and you might realize my voice is slightly more subdued than usual I'm knackered I am really tired after this week um I even feel my breath slightly more labored than usual um, but I want to share the story. I want to share what I've been through this week. So I'm Stephen Webb. This is Stillness in the Storms, and this is the podcast that helps you get through the most difficult times in life. And the reason why I do this podcast is because my life really, truly is up and down. I get some of the hardest possible days and some of the best possible awesome days. On one hand, I'm the mayor of Tro, experiencing that role and living the dream life. On the other hand, I'm paralyzed below the neck and I mess my trousers and need to be cleaned up. And there's my two extremes and very often they're not very far apart. Normally 20 minutes or so, to be quite honest. And yeah, let's get on with the podcast. So, so this week I had a quite quiet week this week. So I didn't have that many appointments. I didn't have that many meetings, which is a kind of a good thing. So I started off with finance now on Monday and but come Wednesday morning, for some reason, I I kept going dysreflexic. Now then this is a condition that most spinal injured people suffer if they broke their back or their neck. And what it basically means is if if anything goes wrong below the level of injury, so I don't feel anything from my nipples down, I don't feel the lower part of my arms, I don't feel my hands. So if you're watching this podcast on YouTube, you can see that my hands are paralyzed. I'm always sat in a wheelchair. I use an electric wheelchair for getting around for everything. I use a hoist to get in and out of bed. I have 24-hour care, and I need help to, literally, I need help to cut my food up, wipe my bottom, the, the, the bloody lot, okay? And Monday, I went toilet load. Tuesday, I went loads, and, and just... This is probably way too much information, but it's really important that you get the context of this. Because, you know, we're all human. And I just want to share the other side of being disabled. Um, I do this sometimes on my podcast. 
I believe in keeping it raw and keeping it real, being authentic. So that's what you're here for. You, you know, stillness in the storms is about not having, um, not living an unrealistic life that you're all sunshine and roses, it's all happy and tree hugging and let's, let's find the gift in everything and be all happy and all that all the time. Yes, I believe in there's a gift in everything, but I don't believe that it's always realistic, that you're just going to always feel like as if you're just on top of the world. Sometimes some days are really bloody tough. And sometimes we need to sit in them. Sometimes we need to be okay with that really tough day. And when we accept those things, they're a lot easier to deal with, trust me. <laughs> so this week, I I had a real, real problem. and. When when something goes wrong with the autonomic dysreflexia of the body, you, your body goes into this panic loop. So if you feel pain on your legs or someone comes along and sticks a pin in you or something like that, or you've got something rubbing or you're sat on something, that those nerves will send a signal to your brain. Your brain will go, it's okay, I know what it is, and just move your leg and you'll just deal with it. Well, with me or many other spinal injured people and some other spinal injuries, um, it sends a signal to the brain, but it doesn't get there because of a broken neck. So then it gets this feedback loop, much like sound in an audio. It just gets worse and worse and worse. And the body goes into panic. So what the body does, it sends the blood pressure sky high. And we're not talking about, oh, a little bit of a headache. We're talking about... and it can be measured. It's like last time I had a really bad attack. I didn't measure it this time, but the time before that, when we were waiting for the paramedics for nearly 90 minutes, we need to get that sorted in this country. You know, the NHS is really crumbling under the pressure as much as they're amazing and they're heroes. They need, they need help. And I'm in full support of the nursing strike or something like that. But I digress. Let's get back to my dysreflexia. So, it sends the high blood pressure like 250 over 150. It fluctuates around there and you go blue. It feels like if you just literally move or touch the skin anywhere, it feels like someone just sticks a hundred needles in you. Your eyes are literally like pins sticking in them. It feels like someone's punching you in the head from inside every time the heart beats. And it's just horrible. It's hell on earth. And what the carers need to do is find out what's causing it, relieve that, and you can take some medication for it, but it doesn't really do that much effect. It has, a, it really has very minimal effect, or might might take the edge off it. Um, but it, it's so incredibly uncomfortable, and it could result in a stroke or death within like twenty minutes, half an hour. So I had this on Tuesday night, and again Wednesday morning. And then I had it again Wednesday lunchtime. And every time it was the one thing, it was I needed to go to the toilet. And it got to the point where I, I was on the bed and my carer had to clean me up several times. It was just getting worse and worse. So come quarter past 12 after being put on the bed, put in the chair several times, my head was bounding, I was sweating, I was freezing cold. It just, oh, the, the worst possible feelings. And no painkillers touch it. Nothing does anything like that at those points. 
I'm looking up to my care at the point and go, do you know what? If this was my life, this last three hours, if that, that was my life, I would understand why someone would take the option of euthanasia. Um, and I use euthanasia deliberately because it is different suicide. I've done a podcast about suicide. Um, and when I thought about taking my life. But this is different. I, I, I wasn't advocating it. I don't agree with it. I, you know, each to their own. And I'm not about to do anything like that, okay? I, I'm not there. I'm not even considering my life is pretty damn good. But what I'm saying is, I for the first time, I really understood. I'll turn my chair off for a minute. I really understood being severely disabled that if that's all my life was, then I would really struggle. But then I sat there and watched about 10 minutes of daytime TV because I couldn't bear to move. Um, Homes Under the Hammer was on or something, I don't know. Um, but I watched it anyway. And so, yeah, sometimes it can be really, really tough. And But what I try to do when I'm lying on the bed and I literally cannot be touched anymore, my head is pounding that bad and I'm worried about a stroke or worse, um, I, I remember that this isn't all my life. And later on, in a couple of hours' time, things will be different. Um, I'll get an email off somebody that is a really nice email or... I'll get the opportunity to meet somebody in the community that's doing great things, or I get the opportunity to help somebody. And I think that th this is what, partly where we're trying to go wrong. We're trying to get a life that is so brilliant and wonderful and happy. We're trying to be all enlightened forever and happy, or we're trying to be, right, I'm happy now, and there we go. The rest of my life are going to be happy. We know it's not realistic. We know it's not possible. But as children, we go, what do you want to be when you have when you're older, you know, if you get over, I want to be a dinosaur, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be a doctor, or all these other things. And you say, well, I just want to be happy. As if it's a place to get to, rather than just an experience. And just the same as that happy experience comes and goes, or the experience of desire and joy and real enlightenment from her, all of those things are just temporary. They're just experiences that you have, like going to a music concert. You go to you go to see a favorite band, and even during that band, you don't have one experience all evening. They might play a favorite song, and you'll have a happier experience than the next song that you don't like so much. Somebody else, two or three rows down, might be loving the next song, and they're having a different experience. So happiness and joy and all of those things are just experiences. But so are the worst possible days. So when I'm lying on the bed and having to be cleaned up and having to go through that real severe pain and fear and to be pulled around, and it really is hell on earth, it really is. I lie there and I close my eyes and... I'm like, I don't want to open them. I don't want to see the world. I just I can't do this. And this week, it happened again on Thursday. So this week, it's been hell. It's, 
it, it's been the toughest week. But it's temporary. It comes and goes. And as long as we remember that when we're faced with the most difficult situations, the most painful, even when my partner cheated on me and it was terribly painful, or when I ended up single or broke my shoulder or when I went bankrupt and lost the business, things like that, all of those things are temporary. Albeit they feel very permanent at the time, like as if that's it the rest of my life. So when I'm lying there on that bed, Thursday morning, Wednesday morning, Friday, I know it's not permanent. I know in a couple of hours' time, my life will get better. And I know in a few days' time, it will probably get worse again. So I just wanted to share that with you. Just life is a fluctuation of experiences. And we have to embrace them all. Trying to deny the bad feelings, trying to deny the unpleasant ones, push them away, I don't want that, means you're pushing away the joyous ones as well because they almost go hand in hand. It's, I love the analogy of a stick. We pick, if you imagine picking up a stick and on one hand is the most pleasurable joys in life, and on the other hand, are the most dire, difficult, horrible situations you can imagine. Well, what we want to do is we want to chop off the end of the horrible situations that leaves us just with the end of the good. But the problem is, the more you chop that stick, you don't end up with just one end. You've still got two ends, but they're just closer together. And the more we try to chop that stick away, the more we try to even out the bad ends, the more those bad ends get closer to the good ends until it's so mixed up and the stick isn't long enough for you to tell a difference anymore. Your life becomes a blurry mess of good, bad, and everything else. And you end up not being able to distinguish the differences, so therefore you think your whole life is what it is. You know, have a long stick experience the biggest joys at the furthest end of the stick and experience the deepest of lows. And that's what it's about. Becoming whole is about experiencing the depth of who we are, the depth of our feelings. You know, if you ask the average person how many feelings do they have, they'll go, oh, five or six. Happy, joy, desire. Um, sadness, anger. But there's hundreds of other ones. There's hundreds of subtle ones all in between. And we never stay at any of them for more than a few seconds. Just become aware of it. Enjoy it. Embrace the fact that you're somewhere at any point in time, somewhere along this great big long stick. And at any time you could slide down to the end you don't want to be, or you could be, Given a ladder up to the other end. So it's like and ladders, isn't it? That's what that reminds me of. Um, you know, that's life. It's about embracing everything. And unless we embrace everything, unless we embrace what it means to be a whole human, to experience all of these feelings. Because although I, I don't, I try to live in a 
non-dualistic way as possible in in the way of everything's good and bad or to me it's a lot fuzzier than that healthier and unhealthier and i talk about it on the podcast a lot there's an unhealthy way of trying to deny feelings but the problem is while you're denying some feelings you're denying the other end of feelings at the same time but we it's so subtle we don't always see it don't deny either end. Embrace them. Include them as part of your life. And then you'll suddenly find out there's way more powerful feelings. You know, I remember my daughter, when she was about five, six, we watched a film with her and there was a really sad ending about a dog died or something like that. I couldn't quite remember the film. And the dog passed away or got lost or something. And I had a tear in my eye. I was trying to cover it up, being a man, you know. And Emma had a couple of tears in her face. And Kemba was just laughing at us. Just like, I was like, how can you be laughing? That's really sad. And she goes, it's not. I said, I'm like, the dog's died. She goes, it's a movie. And? She just wasn't bothered. If it was a movie, it's not even real. And then about two, three years later, we were in the kitchen and she came out and she was bawling her eyes out in the most like, you know, that kind of, you cannot catch your breath kind of crying when like as if the, the whole world has collapsed. Like the only thing that existed was this kitchen and she just witnessed the end of the universe. And I said, are you all right? And she goes, no, I'm not all right. And I said, what's wrong? She goes, the dog died. And I went, what? She goes, the dog's died in the movie. That movie, you know that movie, the dog died. And what's really interesting is the fact that this was a movie she watched loads of times. And yet she never... And she never felt the feelings before because she'd never experienced them herself. So you've almost got to experience the pain in order to just go deeper, to go there. You know, we very often want to dampen our pain out. You know, it's what antidepressants do. It's what alcohol does and drugs and things like that. We, we dampen our pain. We, we disconnect because we don't like to, we like the joyous ones, we just don't like the other ones, so we're trying to get rid of them. Then th there's nothing wrong with a little bit of alcohol. I, I did it for quite a while, nursing myself to sleep when I was really suffering. And there's nothing wrong with antidepressants to get you over. I, I took them when I closed the business down, when I went bankrupt in 2001. And I think I took them for about 12 months since then. I can't remember quite when. You know, sometimes you need that hand just to, just to recenter yourself. Nothing wrong with that. But when we're getting to a point where we literally cannot face life on a, in a prolonged way, so six months later, we still cannot face any kind of adversity. That's where we're not helping ourselves by not experiencing it. It's in a similar vein to loneliness. I sit down with my loneliness quite often if I'm feeling lonely. Sit on the edge of the bed. Well, I don't sit on the edge of the bed. I'd fall off. But um, 
if you can sit on the edge of the bed or you lie there and just think, how lonely am I? Go to the point of the, the only person in the universe. Really experience what it's like to be alone. Imagine everybody that ever existed is gone, including nature, and you're not even there with any trees anymore. And what the body would do after a few, like, tens of seconds with that, they would go, do you know what? I'm not lonely anymore. <laughs> Stuff that. <laughs> so it has a... So when you include it, you, you feel a whole lot better. So instead of me going, I don't want those bad days, which of course I don't want them. I, I don't wish them on myself. But if I didn't have them, how would I recognize the good days? You know, if we didn't have the crimes, how would we recognize non-crime? Probably not a perfect analogy, but you you know what I mean. Um, so that's my podcast this week. It's just embrace becoming a whole human. And I'm going to talk about that a lot more next week in the context of being single and things like that. Um, because somebody emailed me, and I mentioned last week that I was going to do a podcast on this. Um, but I want to do this podcast instead in the meantime, because, boy, this week has been tough. And... Embrace the toughness, embrace the strengths that we have to endure that, but also recognize that it's okay to have a hard time. It's part of becoming whole. So look, head over to stephenweb.uk. It's my website. There's a link there to my main website, my blog. You can treat me to a coffee. You can download my little book. You can see my other podcast with um, or the meditation app, which has got all my meditations on it. But right now I'm tired, so I'm going to go. I'm probably going to, I don't know, just do some medtech and take a deep breath, close my eyes for a little bit. Um, but have an awesome one. Thank you guys for listening. StephenWebb.uk I love you guys, and thank you for being there. Thank you for being part of my journey, and I deeply appreciate it. Bye.